Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and filling excerpts about the exceptional. Hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. How's it, everyone? Welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. By now, you have all heard of TikTok, a wildly popular short-form video platform that has taken the world by storm. A place for positive creative expression that is bringing joy to millions of people across the globe. According to the 2020 social media landscape, there are about 6 million users on TikTok in South Africa, fast catching up with other social media platforms. Whilst it's true that TikTok has transformed dance culture online, the platform has become a rich social and micro entertainment network the big question is what opportunity does tiktok bring to the table for marketers in local markets if you are considering using tiktok in your marketing media mix strategy then you are in for a treat as my guest today is greg bailey tiktok's first brand x creator partner for africa welcome to the podcast greg thanks so much audrey yeah looking forward to our chat today yeah, this must be quite an exciting time for you to be a TikTok partner in Africa. Really is, yeah. I mean, uh, the platform itself is going through tremendous growth. It's exploding. Uh, it's topical. It's hot right now. So, yeah, really exciting. And uh, like I say, I've had a, a couple of fun months that have been out in the market and a good response so far. So, you guys launched in South Africa in October. Correct, yeah. So uh, as of October 2020, uh, we, Webfluential, being the first Brandex creator partner for, for Africa, um, which is brilliant. Um, and obviously, the, the idea is us positioning TikTok um, and bringing it to, to brands in South Africa. I would think that you'll get a lot of interest from many brands, but I think today's topic is going to cover what is it brands need to do to get on board and get onto the platform. But before we, we dig into the conversation at hand, tell our listeners a bit about yourself. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, Greg, obviously been in the, the marketing and kind of advertising industry for, for over 15 years now. Um, spent, spent about the last eight years in, in digital marketing. Uh, working for a Facebook marketing partner, essentially one of Africa's biggest ad tech companies. Um, and again, like working across all verticals, everything from FMCG through to retail, e-commerce and the likes and building out kind of solutions on, on the Facebook and Instagram platform. Um, since then, obviously moved across to, to Webfluential, uh, been there for just over a year now. Um, and then obviously been in talks consistently with with TikTok and eventually got to the point of us being appointed as the the official partner. Okay, uh, Greg, why did TikTok choose Webfluential to be a partner in South Africa? Good question, Audrey. Yeah, so I think um, as it stands now, obviously from a South African and African market, the the platform itself isn't monetized. So um, when I talk about monetized, I talk about the, the ads and the ads kind of manager being available to brands. Um, but ordinary, we were a great fit or a great partner fit for, for TikTok. Um, Webfluential itself obviously got an established base of, of clients locally, um, further to the fact that we've got um, a very advanced uh, influencer marketing tech platform. So now enables their creators to jump onto the platform, register, and we ultimately connect them with the brand. The partnership itself obviously entails us working with, with TikTok from a, both a global perspective 
and more so with a, from a local perspective, working with their local creator manager teams. Okay, yeah, a definite a strategic fit for both brands in South Africa and Africa. Completely. Um, according to the 2020 social media landscape, there are about 6 million users on TikTok in South Africa, fast catching up with other social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. Can you expand on the growth of the numbers from maybe a global perspective first and comment around how this platform is growing now in local markets? Yeah, sure. So, so obviously, like I said, um, unfortunately, we don't have any local verified numbers from TikTok itself. Uh, but if we just look at global trends, I mean, uh, TikTok itself um, was trended at, as the number one most downloaded app of 2020. Um, currently, it sits at about 800 million active users across the globe. Um, and in the US alone, it has about 100 million active monthly users. So if you actually put that into perspective, that's literally one in every three Americans are on TikTok. Further to the fact that forecasts kind of suggest that this growth trajectory will continue into 2021. Um, and collectively, they're kind of they're suggesting that the platform would sit at about 1.2 billion users globally by the end of the year. Now, if you actually do a cross comparison, if you look at a, a platform like Instagram, you've got about 2 billion users. But again, that's a platform that's been around for, for almost 10 years versus a platform like TikTok itself only just going on to its third year. Mm. Relatively new, but growing exponentially. Completely. Um, you know, you mentioned the numbers. Can you maybe give us a glimpse of the audience profile? Because there is a perception, um, and I think brands might be interested in knowing who are actually the users on the platform. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think initially, and without a doubt, this, this platform was initially uh, aimed at, at Gen Z's. Um, but I think there's been a massive growth within uh, older audiences, particularly millennials. Um, global stats kind of suggest 32% of global TikTok users are between the ages of 25 and 34. And I think a lot of that growth has come through 2020 and, and obviously lockdown. I think people were looking for a welcome form of entertainment. Um, and that's definitely something that, that obviously TikTok offers. Um, and through that, there's definitely been a massive growth um, on the platform. Um, and then I think further to that, I suppose when we look at like the, the, the audience segments on the platform, um, and we'll maybe touch on it a bit later, is, is the amount of content that's actually been shared externally out from the platform into WhatsApp groups and the likes and how relevant it is to us. So again, I, th I think this platform will continue to grow definitely into the older audiences. Yeah. What makes TikTok so unique? Yeah, so I think it's a, it's a few things. Um, first and foremost, I, I think from a user perspective, TikTok mission statement all around inspiring creativity and bringing joy. And I think that's what it's super successful at. Um, further to the fact, I mean, there's kind of kind of four key key elements. One is like the, the simple creativity. So it's an easy to use app. Um, they've got like incredible augmented reality features, video editing features. Um, and then again, one of the, the key features is obviously having this link to music. Um, so people obviously are allowed to to kind of express themselves in a really creative way. The next thing is obviously when we talk about, um, they talk about relatable authenticity. So so TikTok is raw, it's authentic. Um, I think they encourage users to be themselves. The, the content itself is, is, is unpolished. Further to the fact then also look at a short form video. So um, it sets up well for people's attention span. So for 15 second kind of short form video. 
And then last but not least is this obviously this, this challenge mechanism. So the elements of play, competition are, are somewhat irresistible. Um, and we're seeing more and more of this kind of um, user-generated content being created at absolute scale. So, yeah, I think it's, it's very unique. Further to the fact that, uh, I mean, if you look at it from a, from a brand perspective, first and foremost, I think um, really interesting is, is the sense that there's new audiences to be reached. So, essentially, these are the, the trendsetters. Um, there, was a, there was a stat that actually suggested that 41% of all TikTok audiences couldn't be found on other platforms. So very much unique um, when we look at the platform and the, and the massive amount of engagement that's obviously uh, being generated. Um, kind of Kantar did some research to, to suggest that the, the average engagement rate definitely from a creator point of view was 5x um, up on other, other type platforms. So incredible from that sense. And then obviously the ability for, for content to trend and, and go viral ultimately. Yeah, personally, you can go down a rabbit hole when you're on TikTok. It's yeah. very addictive, hey? Completely, yeah. yeah. So, again, they talk about high consumption rates um, and people spending more time with inside that For You page. Um, the For You page is essentially the equivalent to, to your Instagram or Facebook newsfeed. But what's incredible about this platform and the way this algorithm is set up, it's, it's all preference-based or interest-based. And off the back of this algorithm, what it what essentially does is it feeds you content based on what your interest or, or your preference, essentially. Um, and the real beauty of this is the fact that it doesn't require you to follow a brand or a creator. Literally, they'll serve out the content. So what we've seen is this massive organic reach um, and then obviously the ability for, for content to, to kind of trend and go viral ultimately. Greg, how does this disrupt the traditional marketing model in your mind? Yeah, so Audrey, it's, it's, it's not as simple as literally just taking a, a brand ad and, and placing it within the channel. I think um, first and foremost, we've got to come up with a creative concept. You have to lend itself to TikTok. The easiest way for it is, is literally to, to enter the platform is through the use of the creators. So these are the guys that have jumped onto the platform early on. They've grown an, a massive amount of following and they understand the platform. They know how to create content that's super relevant for these audiences. You mentioned creators and I know in your, in your traditional model or marketing speak, they would then refer to influencers on TikTok. Correct. So what are some of the size of those audiences? Because obviously they are propelling the growth. Yeah, sure. It, it, it's unbelievable when we look at this. So um, having onboarded kind of the top 100 creators in the country, um, it's just incredible to see the, the exponential growth month on month. So uh, generally what we've seen is almost 20, 30% growth on these creators uh, monthly. Further to the fact that if you consider some of the top local creators, Generally, these guys sit at an average following of around three and a half all the way up to 10 million, which is incredible. And over and above that, their average video view kind of consumption rates sometimes sit higher than their following, just showing that their content has the ability to, to kind of travel and, and kind of deliver out on that performance. So are the users attracted to the content or the creator? I think I think ultimately everything on this platform comes down to the, the content. So I think it comes down to these guys really understanding what content works and what resonates with these audiences. But I think even when we speak about brands trying to get onto the platform and understand this creator concept, um, influencers are generally regarded as somebody who's a celebrity, for yeah. example. How do you see these creators now? Are they just your your normal man on the street? Yeah. 
Yeah. So again, it comes back down to the difference between kind of Instagram and your kind of traditional influencer. They're very much lifestyle based, modelized, created. It's completely different on, on TikTok. These guys are being authentic. They've been real. Um, it's raw content, but it, it's just obviously the, the ordinary guys that have jumped onto the platform, created amazing content and through that organically just grown over the year. Yeah, the way I see it, it's more of a grassroots level. It's it's getting people to talk to people. And I think that's a very different model in terms of how we've been approaching marketing in the past. Completely, 100%. Agree with you there. Okay, so as, as I understand, TikTok is not monetized as yet, but correct me if I'm wrong. In essence, no ads capability in, in local markets as yet. With that said, what are the opportunities for brands to use TikTok as a marketing channel or platform? Uh, yeah, Audrey. So currently, there obviously are no ads capability. Uh, we're hoping that potentially something uh, in 2021, 2022. But again, I think there, there, there's massive opportunity for brands to obviously jump onto the platform um, and connect with creators. Uh, we've got creators across pretty much every uh, content ca category, everything from dance, music, fashion and beauty, all the way through to comedy. So so any brand, essentially, we have the ability to connect up with the right creators. I think what's critical and what forms part of that partnership is working locally with our TikTok creator managers. So there's a large investment from TikTok itself um, in identifying talent, bringing them up to speed, um, advising in terms of the, the, the strategies that they apply to, to this type of content. And through that, we obviously work with them hand in hand to identify and select the right creators, obviously, for that given campaign or campaign brief. Um, further to the fact that obviously they'll handhold these creators, ensure that they apply uh, TikTok best practice, um, ultimately to ensure brand success. Okay, so you mentioned a few things that I'm going to pick up on is, yes, you verified there's no ad capability, yet there's opportunities for brands to work with creators in local markets. So what would be the commercial model? So what would be the cost back to brands if they had to do a campaign on TikTok? Yeah, so it goes back to the, the old-fashioned kind of influence uh, modeling in terms of pay per post. Um, generally, all these creators are, are kind of ranked by their following um, and given some sort of value. So yeah, that, it goes back to that modeling. So almost a tiered approach of pricing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly that. So, so generally how we'd apply it, um, similar to, to, to most influencer marketing is having a, a complete tiered approach in terms of um, your top kind of following or a top kind of creators on the platform mixed up with some of the, the smaller kind of micro and nano following. And generally how long is a campaign? That's a, that, that's an interesting question. So so generally, these guys see this this kind of content, um, and what we're seeing is this content kind of live on, depending on how how well it's produced, live on way beyond its, its kind of duration. So your average campaign uh, in, in a marketing world sits between four and six weeks. Uh, what's happened is many times we've gone back to report kind of results, um, and following on from that, almost eight weeks in, what we've seen is the the results doubling up. 12 weeks and results doubling up, which is incredible. So the longevity of this content is just insane. So uh, yeah, really cool. Further to the fact that obviously um, amongst that, we see massive engagement rates, but a ma massive amount of share rates. Um, and, and 
for us, that's really critical in terms of success. So what we're seeing is this, this kind of content travel outside of TikTok or outside of the platform into WhatsApp groups and the likes. So your earned media factor is that much higher. Do you guys also calculate your earned media factor? Uh, well, we haven't given it a, a definitive metric, but obviously what we can do is deep dive into those, those shares and then uh, define which platforms have obviously been shared into. I think that's useful as well that brands then adopt an ecosystem approach rather than just a singular platform. Completely, 100%. Okay, so I've been hearing a lot about the hashtag challenge. Can you maybe expand on that? Yeah, so, so the hashtag challenge is really unique to, to TikTok and it was something we touched on a little bit earlier. But essentially what this is, is it's challenge-based. So the idea here is uh, obviously having creators collaborate with uh, brands and essentially set up these challenges. Uh, the idea there is to kind of entice user participation. Um, so this hashtag challenge is really, really cool. We've run some, some really successful campaigns. It really takes your brand front and center of the platform. Um, so yeah. You mentioned successful campaigns. Maybe tell us some of the local brands that have been successful so far with that using the hashtag challenge. Sure. I think um, one, of the, one of the most successful ones and probably the most recent to date was um, a collaboration that we did with First for Women. Um, essentially, what they were looking to do was uh, create awareness around gender-based violence and 16 days of activism. Um, and what was really cool is that, that they obviously applied their minds to what works with inside the platform. Um, through that, they obviously collaborated with uh, three local South African artists, produced a soundtrack, um, and then through that soundtrack, uh, ingested it obviously into to the TikTok uh, library, but further to that is actually choreographed a specific dance. So the whole hashtag challenge was my body stand up to, to create this awareness and, and obviously encourage users to stream or download the app. Obviously, the proceeds went through to, to charity. Do you see brands um, looking at this from more a uh, uh, brand awareness or brand connection, brand engagement, rather from a product perspective? Yeah, good question. Uh, definitely, uh, at this stage, without the ads capability, it's definitely a mass brand awareness type channel. Um, the ability to obviously uh, lean on these creators and have the brand come in. Um, further to the fact that obviously the idea is, is, is to create this amazing type of content, have this user-generated content being recreated at scale and the ability to possibly trend or, or, or go viral. Is there any brands you would think that would not be suitable to the platform? So I, I think, I mean, again, the, the type of content that's been created on this platform is very diverse. Um, for me, I would suggest any brand who's definitely targeting your Gen Zs or Millennials to test the platform um, and through that obviously measure success um, and build it out from there. Um, again, like uh, the example I gave you a little earlier around the, the hashtag challenge and first for women, that's a traditional insurance brand, but it's been super successful on the platform, applying obviously uh, a, a really strong kind of creative concept. I agree with you. I think you. Uh, it goes back to what you first stated and you said a lot around focusing on the content, the type of content and the virality of that content, which means that I think they need to partner with you to make sure that those brainstorming session and the ideation phase, you know, comes to life. And, uh, and I'm sure you can recommend, you know, yay or nay. 100%, 100%. And, and again, it, it's, it's, it's coming up with a simple creative idea um 
simpler is better, essentially, and we've seen that work on the platform. What, what does success look like once you run a campaign? What should we be looking out for? Yeah, so obviously with it being a, a short-form kind of video platform, I think obviously the number of video views delivered is is the single kind of metric in terms of, of success. Um, but further to that, I'll deep dive into to potentially looking at average engagement rates. Um, further to that is, is the amount of user-generated content that's been created by, by users on the platform. Um, that that that's been like it's been incredible to look at some of these hashtag challenges and seeing almost six seven thousand pieces of content being recreated around your brand, um, and then we obviously touched on that that share ratio or share rate, um, just showing you how much of this content is traveling outside of the platform and delivering out on that earned media factor. Yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't seen those type of stats on any other platform in terms of earned media. Um, yeah, that's quite a thing. So finally, uh, Greg, what recommendations would you offer to brands on where to start? Yeah, so I think, Audrey, uh, again, it, it's a new channel. Um, like we said earlier, it, it's all about testing. So I would encourage brands to kind of reach out to us, uh, work with us. I think what we'd like to do generally is how we work best is include the brand, include the creative agency and, and kind of conceptualize a creative idea. And from there, test with, call it four or five creators and then scale it out um, and then potentially move on to, to bigger kind of campaigns looking at the hashtag challenges and the likes. Uh, yeah, so obviously I've, uh, they can reach out to me via LinkedIn. Otherwise, just get in contact with Webfluential and yeah, I'll be there to pick up and, and start the conversation. Yeah, I think definitely exciting period for you this year because as you get more brands come on board and test. Um, Greg, how would you consider sharing some of the case studies so people, you know, maybe it's a wait and see approach. Um, they want to see what happens with other brands that are already testing the platforms. Where can they get all of these case studies? Yeah, I think definitely I'm happy to showcase those case studies. Um, I'd encourage you to kind of reach out to me um, what we'll do is obviously verticalize them, which uh, so hopefully we'll have a, a case study that's relevant within your specific uh, kind of category or, or kind of vertical. Um, and further to the fact that what we'll be doing now is also running out a monthly newsletter. Uh, so I encourage you guys to kind of sign up to that. We'll distribute kind of monthly trends happening both from a global and from a local perspective. Okay, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I'd love to have you back on the show in the in next 12 months. Maybe you'll tell a different story to us. Can't wait, Audrey. Yeah, looking forward to that. Thanks so much. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and to keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at TalkDigitalZA.co.za. And who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.